Hey, everybody, what's going on? It's Wednesday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And as you know, Grande is on Radio Row representing boots on the ground, Jack. We got him in Vegas at Radio Row. And who knows what's going to happen today? We'll all find out. All right, let me start off by thanking all of our great partners. I'll start off with Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Here's the deal. If you're trying to figure out, like, what am I doing on Sunday? Where am I watching the game? Because here's really what you want when you watch the game. You want to have great TVs. You want to have excellent food. If you're out and about, you want a really good bar. And I'll just throw in the added benefit, blackjack, poker, other table games, smoke-free environment, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. You got it all at Seven Mile Casino. 7milecasino.com. There's the QR code right there. Uh, visit their website and, and think to yourself, like, what is my game plan on Sunday? And I'll throw out this option. Seven Mile Casino could be a really great game plan for you and your friends. That's the place to watch the game. Now, speaking of the game, the big game is on Sunday, okay? And I have saved all my money in my prize picks account for this upcoming Sunday, Okay. I have uh, gone, I was ice cold for a while. Then I got reheated up through the playoffs. And now I got a bank of money in my prize picks account and I'm ready to make some plays. Now, here's the thing about this, this whole prize picks deal. Right now, they're giving you a gift, a gift, 0.5 yards passing for Patrick Mahomes. It's a 99.9% discount. It really is. But I'll tell you where I'm going to go. I'm going over to rushing yards. You know, Isaiah Pacheco from Kansas City has won for me every week in the playoffs. His prize picks number is 67 and a half rushing yards. I'm playing more. I'm telling you right now, I'm playing more. So I'm going to take Mahomes at the point five yards passing. I'm going to take Pacheco. I'm going to put it together. I haven't figured it all out quite yet, but I'm going to start putting it together with other things. Like here's, here's another play. Rushing and receiving touchdowns is one I like to play. Travis Kelsey. Point five. I'm telling you right now, Travis Kelsey scoring a touchdown this Sunday. That I'm telling you as a fact, okay? Girlfriend's flying from Japan, bro. He's catching a touchdown. So get into prize picks now because they're giving you that Patrick Mahomes for point five yards. It's a gift. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. They match your first deposit 100% up to $100. Have fun. Be careful. Enjoy yourself with prize picks, especially for this upcoming game. Hey, um, this right here is my bottle of Athletic Greens. I, uh, you know, I'm staying. I'm in LA. I'm staying at a hotel across the street. This is their, their uh, bottle. And uh, I took my Athletic Greens this morning because I keep a, a bag of it here in my office in LA. I, I put it in this morning. I shake it up and I start drinking it. And like for me, because I don't drink enough water during the day, I look at it as my hydration. So I don't want to slug it today. Today I want to take my time. Listen, if you want to get healthy. In 2024, it's only February 7th. We got plenty of time. Let's all do it together with Athletic Greens. Get your subscription now. It's going to cost you less than a cup of coffee every day. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan or click the QR code. You're going to love it. Clarity of mind, probiotics, 75 vitamins, minerals, nutrients, superfoods, all the stuff you're supposed to get in your, your food that you don't. And then you don't have to pop pills for vitamins. I don't. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Get that subscription today. All right. Alex is on Radio Row. It's Wednesday afternoon. Let's roll. And keep going. All right. 
All right, great friends. A uh, little halftime time out here. Uh, Alex has that athletic greens up on the screen. That's good. Actually. I'm glad that he does because I just want to remind everybody athleticgreenscom slash Kaplan, because I want you to do what I'm doing. Not because we're making a lot of money off of athletic greens. Hardly. It's simply because I love this product. I love the brand and I love what it does for me. That's why I pass this information on to you. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. I also want to remind you about my guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. I got an email last week from a longtime great friend who said that here's what he did. He listens to our friend Darren Smith on another radio station. Darren is promoting another mortgage realty kind of guy. This listener called that guy. He got all the information. Then he called Gary and said, Gary, educate me. Eliminate the, the smoke and mirrors. Let's get rid of all the nonsense here educate me throughout this process. What did Gary do? Exactly that. And by the way, saved him a ton of money. This listener said, Hey, I've gone through a lot of uh, transactions over the course of the last 22 years of being a homeowner, Gary Cooper, the best he's ever had. And by the way, when I say the best, there were, there were things along the way that were not smooth and easy. Alex could tell you all about his whole situation when he bought his condo last year. So Talk to Gary Cooper. Homeownership is achievable. You need to be a bit flexible. There are programs for people who don't have the big money to put out as a down payment. Talk to Gary. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. I always love the fact that Gary's been with us for 20 years, and I get emails from people who go, hey, you know your, your mortgage guy? What's his name and number again? Bro, I've been telling you this for 20 years. But when you need him, that's when you contact me, and that's when you contact Gary, Mountain Trust Realty. Hey, one last thing. Our website is on fire right now. I'm seeing the stats. Okay. Cousin Nancy's going to be very happy about this. Go to kaplanandcrew.com. Kaplanandcrew.com. Why? Not just to go hang out. Um, you can get everything there. Our Instagram, our video, our, our TikTok, our, our Twitter. Um, I mean, you know, all of our, our uh, podcasts on YouTube. Everything's there. Also there is our merch shop. And we want you to buy our merch so that you can rock our merch so that you can represent the show when you're out there. Okay. And people can come up to you and go, Hey man, that's a killer hoodie. The hoodies right now are so dope and everybody seems to love them. I don't have an idea if anybody's buying them, but I'm putting them out there for you. Visit our merch shop, kaplanandcrew.com. Oh, and by the way, make sure you vote on our sided polls because we took sided polls and they're being distributed all around the internet right now on all lots of different websites. We're putting them on our website too. vote in our polls. Do you think that 60 minutes is right? that uh, gambling apps are turning 25 to 35-year-old young men into gambling addicts. That's a poll that's up there. All the Harbaugh stuff from last week. Is Harbaugh making you a Charger fan again? All the Padres stuff. We haven't even looked at the results of these polls yet. So get onto our website, kaplanandcrew.com. Vote in our polls. All right, back to the second half of the show. Hey, everybody. What's going on? It's Wednesday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're coming to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. To my friends at Seven Mile Casino, I just want to, I'm going to caution you guys. I'm encouraging all the great friends that listen, especially in San Diego. If you're looking for something fun to do this upcoming Sunday, Seven Mile Casino would be the place to go watch the game because you've got TVs everywhere. You got blackjack and poker and other table games. You've got Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. So you got great food, great bar, gaming, smoke free, amazing location. And that's the place to watch the game this upcoming Sunday. So I'm telling everybody who works at Seven Mile Casino, get ready, Jack, because uh, a lot of great friends might find their way down there 
right on Bay Boulevard in Chula Vista, just seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so look, we're just getting onto the radio airwaves of 1090. We are just getting onto the stream of YouTube. We are going to be on television plastered all over the place in Southern California on Cox Your View tonight. And, uh, and of course, all the audio podcast platforms. But I hope also you guys are following on Instagram at Kaplan and Crew and also on TikTok at Kaplan and Crew because Grande is going like social media crazy because he's boots on the ground. He's in Vegas. My man is on Radio Row. And uh, let's get things mm. kicked off. To Vegas we go. Grande, how we doing on day two? What's up? Uh, busier today. Finally, some action here at Radio Row. I think everybody agrees with got picked up today. Um, lots of, I'm to my left earlier, two seconds ago, was Burt Kreischer, who we were supposed to have on the show on Friday. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely picked up today. Definitely, definitely more action. And I'm, I'm looking not, to my right, and it looks yeah. like um, Brees Hall will be here shortly okay. at the Wing House of Wingman Bounty. So, mm-hmm. dude, yeah, Wings, Wingstop is killing it, man. But is is it Wingstop no, or bounty. is it Bounty Bounty the no, paper I, towel company? I'm saying the stop for wings. I mean, my oh. bad, my bad, my bad. The <laughs> hey, place where ever, people can stop yeah. for wings. Hey, have you ever been to Wingstop and had like their chicken sandwich? Because I'm going to tell you guys something. Yesterday, I did a video on that. Okay, well, I didn't. I don't remember. It's a long time ago. Listen, I still haven't had the chicken sandwich. I still okay, haven't me, had the chicken sandwich. Me neither. Because I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Yesterday was a very bad day of eating for me. Very bad day. Uh, good thing I have my so athletic nice. greens with me. Seriously, I had a very bad day of eating yesterday. On my way to L.A., um, while it wasn't raining, Alex, I stopped at that Chick-fil-A, the one in, uh, like, Costa Mesa. No, it's yeah, not even. Did. It's like, I'm trying to remember what part of Orange County it's in. It's the one right by the outlet malls. I don't know, man. Um, yes. it, it's like south of San Juan Capistrano. Anyway, I stopped at that Chick-fil-A yesterday. I can't help myself, man. Like, when it's rainy and cold especially – I had the eight-piece chicken nugget, which, you know, that's just – and in the Chick-fil-A sauce, too. It's just adding to the mess. And then I had the spicy chicken deluxe. Of course, I'm on a diet, so I had a Diet Coke, and I didn't have fries, you know. Um, and right, then right. – but I've never I've never had that Wingstop um, sandwich, and it looks great on TV. I don't know it. I got to tell you, man, I'm a big fan of Wingstop, like just their wings in general. It's very good stuff. They got some killer – you know, people – I feel like their fries are very controversial. Because I believe they are. Either you love like them or you hate them. Sugar or something, right? There, I think there's a little sweetness that they add to it. I think it's sugar, so it's very controversial. Me, love them. They're top tier fries right there. Okay, but I haven't Brown? had a chicken sandwich yet either. Well, what, when you go to Wingstop, what do you just get wings? I get the strips or, or boneless. Yeah, yeah. I would just. Uh, I, I have to try. I have to try one of their chicken sandwiches at some point. I do. I do. Brown, what's up, man? It's not that hard, brother. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's a good sandwich. It's a very good yeah. sandwich. Really? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know what I had the other day? This is so bad. God, I've been on it. Honestly, like I've made some real strong improvements into like some habits for the new year. I have, and I've stuck to them, man. I'm like six weeks in yesterday. I was like, I'm six weeks in. I stopped on, on Christmas day was my last day. And I'm, I'm six weeks in yesterday. I was like celebrating my anniversary. You know, I'm like, yes, I'm doing it six weeks. Right. And uh, but my eating is just so bad and I, I'm hungrier than ever before. I don't know why. I don't know what my mm. problem is, dude. Last week I went to Jersey Mike's and I got a giant, which, by the way, just starting at a giant, you already know what kind Giants. of pig I am. Right. You already know what kind oh, of animal God. I am. Right. 
Dude, I got a giant. I think it was like a number 16, which is a grilled. It's not a, a cheese steak. It's a chicken steak, right? So it's mm. chicken and cheese and like, you know, all the peppers and onions, onions and everything, peppers. right? Everything all mixed up, right? And then, of course, I did have them scoop the bread because, again, I'm on a diet, right? So I had a giant, but I had them scoop dude, the bread. Dude, what? you got a giant and you still scoop the bread. Well, like, I probably saved myself. I probably saved myself half the carbs. What? A hundred calories? Hey, listen, Maybe. it wasn't the calories. It was about it was about being disgustingly full. Like when you have all the bread, you're just a freaking you feel so sick As afterwards. He's eating a giant. But but they cut it in fours. So, you know, it made me feel like I was only eating them, you know, I only So eat- you guys know I'm a TikTok guy and I saw a TikTok the other day of a California white boy who went to New York and he went to a deli and got a bagel breakfast sandwich. He asked oh. this deli to scoop his bagel mm-hmm. and they said get the f out of here i ain't scooping your freaking bagel like <laughs> i ain't doing it <laughs> i love and it he got and this white boy in california is just like i can't believe they wouldn't scoop my bagel like that's it's, it's, it's such a common practice in california it's like yeah dude, well you're, you're not in, in california York, anymore buddy right. well get so, out so, so so i so i had the guy scoop the bread of the giant right then he makes the the chicken cheese steak it's it's the chicken, the cheese, mushrooms uh, or not mushrooms, peppers, onions, etc. Right. Then he puts mm-hmm. it all in the bread like a big pocket because it's because I've had him scoop the bread. Then I tell him to make it Mike's way because I like it Mike's way. They think I'm out of my mind when I do the hot sandwiches Mike's way. So then they lettuce it. They tomato it. They put on some jalapenos. Then they put on that, you know, pepper or whatever the hell it is. And then they juice that thing up. Right. And I took that bad boy home and I put that whole thing down. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Just eat half of it now. You'll eat half of it later. No chance. No we'll chance. Just, just pure gluttony, yep. right? Yep. So, anyway, I just thought about gluttonous. Yeah. Yesterday for lunch, I went over to the Cosmo, a cousin Nancy recommendation. I went mm-hmm. to this place called China Poblana, which mm-hmm. is a Chinese Mexican fusion. And I was mm. like, this sounds terrible. But mm. I get there. It does sound bro, terrible. I get there and mm-hmm. I already knew immediately it was going to be great because I looked in the kitchen and it's like senoras working, you know, mm-hmm. what's up Mario Lopez, like mm-hmm. late, little old Mexican <laughs> ladies, like making corn tortillas, like from scratch. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this place is going to be good. So I ordered chips and salsa because it's Vegas. So you don't get complimentary chips and salsa. You got to pay for that here. Oh, really? And dude, I killed all the chips and salsa. Like I had mm-hmm. no self-control at all. I had the mm-hmm. whole basket of chips and the whole bowl of salsa. Yeah. I was full by the time I got my food. Oh, bro. Last this, this is embarrassing. I mean, it really is embarrassing to admit this. But not only did I have the Chick-fil-A yesterday, okay? But then last night, I didn't get done. I got off the air in L.A. at 7 o'clock. I was, I was playing L.A. Cap yesterday. For those of you that are watching, you can see that I'm in L.A. today. So I, um, I got done at 7. Didn't leave the radio station till 8, okay? And then... I go to this Chinese or excuse me, this Mexican restaurant right around the corner from the radio station. It's called El Cholo. And the only reason I go there is because it's raining and it's close. Right. So and I, everybody knows us there now. So I go in. Right. Here, what did I order? First of all, b- basket of chips. No problem. Right. Then no problem. I, I ordered uh, fajitas because I they were like the waiters standing there and I didn't know what I wanted. So I just want I said chicken fajitas. So he brings out this steaming plate of chicken fajitas. There's four tortillas. I eat every tortilla. I've eaten a basket of chips. I ate every single thing that was on that plate, including refried beans, guacamole, sour cream, cheese, everything. Oh, yeah. And then God. when it was, oh, and when yeah. it, and, oh, and dude, and when it was done, Say it and when, and when it was done, and what's, no, I didn't scoop the tortilla. <laughs> and, and when it was done, 
and I was sick out of my mind, right? Yeah. I looked over at my buddy who, who, was, who was sitting across from me. I go, yo, you going to eat the rest of that? And he had these oh, two wow. pieces of no, a chimichanga, didn't. a chicken. Do you know a chimichanga is like this deep fried freaking Chinese or like egg roll. Mm -hmm. Like a, it's like a Chinese egg roll in with Mexican flair to it. Dude, and I ate a, two pieces of that. It's just a deep fried burrito. Dude, it's as simple as that. Horrible. <laughs> Absolutely the worst possible thing. You eat. I go right back to my hotel room. You know what I do? I take my freaking cholesterol pill. I take my blood pressure pill. I'm like, mm. and I woke up in the middle of the night, like, Ugh, like sick out of my mind. Yeah. You oh, could have avoided so all of that, by the way. Yeah. You could have avoided all of that. I was, was going to try and one up way. you, but I, I can't, dude. I can't. I because yesterday Animal. went to this media, went to this media party yesterday, and they had food there, and I didn't eat any. And but when I left, I was like, you know what? I should have ate. I'm pretty hungry. I didn't have dinner, so I made my way to a San Diego, probably a San Diego favorite. Made my way to a, a Din Tai Fung, and Ooh, uh -huh. I got myself, I got myself some spicy chicken wontons. Mm -hmm. And some pork dumplings. Mm. I thought that was going to be the gluttonous here, but no. No, compared no, to you, yeah, yeah. Din Tai Fung. I think they've got one in um, in the UTC Mall. UTC, you know, yes, yeah, like right above uh, Javier's in UTC. Javier's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's always yeah. like a three hour wait. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. I mean, I don't get it, but yeah. whatever. I walked in um, yesterday, sat down at the bar, and ate. No nice. problem. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. It is. We, we're done now. We've we've told everybody what we ate yesterday. I'm an animal. Well, Browner did it. Well, no, Browner, before we got on the air, I look at Browner, I go, what are you doing? He's eating a hot dog. You know? A hot dog? Yeah. What, what, is that a crime? No, it's no crime. No crime. Oh, no, don't you, no, okay, for, for people listening, Alex, let me undress. Bro, don't look at your watch. You can eat a hot dog whenever. Why do, people okay. have, why do people have walls up of when you can eat certain things? Right. What's happening to people? Oh, you I'm should be able to oh. eat. Oh, build the wall. I'm the build the wall guy. I'm sometimes a you eat breakfast. You, you're yeah, kidding. You eat breakfast for dinner. You eat breakfast for dinner sometimes. Yes. Have you ever, I mean, come on. Never had breakfast for like, dinner? Like, I don't like eggs after, if it's PM, you're not going to see me have a, any sort of egg. Uh, hot dogs. What? Got it. Yeah, bro. No. Like, there is a time and place for food. Like, I'm not going to have a you bowl know? of cereal at 7 PM. It's what a snack. Yeah. Hot dog. A hot dog in the morning. I don't, I don't understand why people put walls up. I don't know who you at. People just said yes. Who are you talking oh. to? He oh, at Radio Row. Ain't no telling. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Alex is on Radio Row. Who are you talking to? Yeah, Craig Dato. He's right in front of me. Oh, Dato's right there, and he heard, he heard hot dog in the morning. Yeah, and he said no go, huh? I asked him. Yeah, he said no. What would be weird. the difference if you took a sausage link and you put it in a hot dog bun? None. Sausage links for breakfast. Sausage breakfast. Okay, you know what I'm saying. First of all, Craig Dado is a There's slayer. There's a difference between breakfast. He's eating a and lot of stuff for sausages. breakfast that he should have eaten for dinner. So I don't want to hear none of that from Mister Dado, sir. How do you know? No, that? thank how you, you. How do you know that, Bronner? Well, you, how do I know what? How do you know that Dado eats breakfast for dinner or whatever? Like, okay, let me let me say what I said the first time. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> My man Dado is a slayer. Okay, he don't play around. So I know that there are things for dinner that he should have eaten, that he's had them for breakfast, okay? Because a man of his equity and taste has the ability to eat whatever he wants, whenever he wants. So don't sit here and tell me, I hate you wall people. Everybody put walls around and you eat whatever you want, whenever you want to eat them. Hey, girl, that's up. Y'all y'all tripping. Y'all are really yeah. tripping. Y'all are like, 
for those of you listening on radio in the morning, right? Hold on. Ooh. For those of you listening on radio, let me explain what's going on. way, there you go. Yeah, so there Alex is on Radio Row. Me and Brown are looking at Alex on Radio Row. This is why I look at No, I'm not looking at Alex. I'm not looking at Alex. Probably impregnate her just by looking at her, Brown. Right. All radio listeners, all radio listeners should come to YouTube or watch the TV show tonight at 7 o'clock. There's this girl standing oh. behind Alex, and Brown is like, oh, hey, girl, what up? What did that shirt say? I don't okay. know what that shirt doesn't say. What does that shirt say? I can't see what that shirt says. You deserve to dream. Oh, oh you see that, Brown? You deserve no, tell her, to come dream. over here. Come over. You deserve to dream. Let me see that shirt, girl. Yeah. You deserve <laughs> to dream. Is that what it says? Oh, God. What is she going to give you now? Who's she? Okay, let's see what, hear what happens. All right, what's this all about? All right, now Alex this is, is talking. Fantastic. To this this is yeah. fantastic. This is fantastic. This is Radio Row. See, this is the thing Absolutely. about Radio Row. This is the thing. People think that Radio Row is she, about getting I know she's gorgeous. Con. She offered me free lunch. So she did? Go. What's the deal? What's well, I, just, I, just, I just got him a free lunch. Hmm. What is it? What does she hand you? What is that? Cafe Momentum, in partnership with Stand Together Foundation, hosted two-day pop-up activation. will provide free lunch today on Radio Row. NFL mm-hmm. legend Sean Alexander and former NFL linebacker Dahani Jones team up with formerly justice-involved youth at Super Bowl 58 to empower all youth to dream. Hey, dream and it's a big, good baby. cause. Yeah, Look at dream this. big, dream big, baby. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly. all, man. That's it. That's it's all. Radio Row. That's what happens. I got. Let's see what else I got here today. Offered. Uh, former NFL season. I hate this guy, by the way. And I mm. said, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I said, give me your flyer, but I had no chance. This guy pissed me off so many times. Former. Viking safety Andrew Sendejo promoting <laughs> a brain tree nutrition um, uh, to tackle the issue of football induced brain damage. Focus on cognitive enhancement, brain health, and anti aging to promote long lasting brain health. What's so this guy's name? Did, did he piss you off on purpose or did he just not make a play? No, he was a he played. Listen, he played 12 <laughs> years in the NFL and the man couldn't tackle. Okay, <laughs> like, like. <laughs> That's he pissed me oh, off by yeah. being a player, not anything he did personally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me tell you guys, I, I was reading an article this morning um, in one of these like sports radio blog things. I get an email every morning from this company. And one of the articles they were talking about was, you know, is sports radio. Um, do you enjoy sports radio shows from Radio Row? Because what's what what has happened to Radio Row is that it's it's now just a matter of any guest you put on is really just there to promote something. Anybody who's there is there because they're being paid, you know, whereas right. back in the old days, and I'm t- when I say the old days, you know, we were talking to Jim Steeg yesterday and Jim was explaining the, the early days of radio row, which goes back to the early nineties, which the first year it was just one radio show from New York, Mike and the mad dog. They wanted to broadcast from a hotel lobby. And that was, that was the origin of radio row. The next year, the NFL was smart enough to go, why don't we invite like whoever is in sports radio, which, by the way, was a completely new format at the time. And they had 10 or 15. By the time I got to Radio Row, which was 1997 in Phoenix, um, mm-hmm. there was no computer. There was no Internet. There was no cell phone, uh, certainly not any kind of smartphone. That's for sure. There was no access to information. And the people who were walking around Radio Row back then, they were just mm-hmm. there because they were sort of NFL dignitaries. They weren't even necessarily handled by PR people. I'll give you an example. That first year, 1997, that I went to the Super Bowl, I had no idea what I was doing. And the program director of the radio station was a guy named Andrew Ashwood. And this guy, just for you guys, this is a little history. Andrew was me, JT the Brick, my boy Sedano. I mean, he ran Fox Sports Radio later on in his life. He was 
he was an early sports radio guy. Um, died of cancer, sadly. Mm. We all kind of came from his tree, if you will. Andrew said to me, I want you to go to Phoenix. I want because I had Hank Goldberg also. Rest in peace, Hank Goldberg. Do you guys remember hammering Hank Goldberg from ESPN? Yep. Do you guys? He said, I want you to take Hank. You're going to drive him places. You're going to pick him up in the morning. You're going to get him his newspapers. You're going to hold his hand. You're going to make sure he sits down. And then what you're going to do is you're going to walk around Radio Row and you're going to grab people that you see and you're going to sit them down with Hank. And that's what that's what your job is. I had no idea what I was doing. But that mm -hmm. year, it was like it wasn't a it wasn't about who was getting paid to promote something. It was about who was there and who you could get. And I'll tell you guys right now, Jim Rome was there. And his producer was a guy who you may know. His name was Joseph Arthur the Bulldog Tatino. And uh -huh. me and Tatino, which we didn't really know each other at the time, me and Tatino had a war on Radio Row as to who was going to get who. And I grabbed Robert Kraft, and I brought Robert Kraft over. And the radio station had given me this cheesy gift to give away to, to guests. Ties with underwear with, like, like, a, uh, like little hankies for your jacket. Like I'm like, thank you, Mr. Kraft, for coming over. Bob Kraft, Bill Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals at the time, right? Um, Junior Seau. I can remember Junior Seau. I'm getting chills. On Radio Row, walking around by himself, by himself. And, and Hank would see people and go, hey, there's Junior Seau. Go grab him. And I go run over to Junior. And I knew Junior because Junior and Bert were best friends. And because I had been with the Chargers as an undrafted free agent, I knew Junior through Bert. And grab Junior and pull him over and get him to sit down. And I promise you, no computers, no cell phones. No access to information. Just sit down and talk. And obviously, that was the old days. You know, that was 27 right. years right. ago. And now, you know, and here we are. And, and and here's my point is is that that the article I read was, you know, is it worth it being on Radio Row to do all these interviews with people who are just there hyping stuff? And me, here's my philosophy. Do the show the way we would do the show Monday through Friday. It just so happens that Grande's there. So I spent the first right. 10 minutes. Talking about Chick-fil-A and Jersey Mike's. There you go. Mm -hmm. And if you fast forward 20-some years ago and you go to 2020 in Miami and we're the only podcast on Radio Row, fast forward four more years, half radio maybe and half just people recording on their, on their, on their laptops or cameras and they're not live. I don't know where it's going. It's a table in front of me. There's literally two interviews being done on laptops at the simultaneously. Remember like, in 2020, we yeah. we checked, we said, "Hey, it's no longer Radio Row; it's now Podcast Row," and right. uh, and we were early with our technology. And by the way, we were half-ass back then, and we're now we're like 75 percent ass right now, you know, because uh, Alex. Well, because because we look good and we sound good, but when Alex moves to another computer and another microphone, and we have another we have a guest, you know, you'll see. It's uh, they don't know that. Don't have, don't this, don't speak things into existence. It's gonna go great when the guests sit down. What are you yeah. talking about? You're right, Brown. You're right. All right, listen, um, we're just underway. Alex is in Las Vegas. Alex is on Podcast Row, and uh, and we got a we got a great show coming your way today. Um, here's what I want to say. Start off with this. We really appreciate everybody's support, including Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And for those of you watching, there's the QR code for you. You can just click on that. You're looking for a place to go watch the game this weekend. You got the game. You got blackjack, poker. You got Sammy's Restaurant Bar with the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. You've got the location of only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, smoke-free. Parking's free. It's easy to get in and out. You're going to love it. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Stick around. It's Super Bowl week on Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Wednesday afternoon. 
This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And I am loving today's show because we have got a love triangle going on on today's broadcast. Here's what I mean. Um, I'm in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, although I have moved them from my home in San Diego, which is normally where I broadcast. And today and for this week, I'll be in L.A. The reason I'm in L.A. is because, A, I'm playing L.A. Cap. B, uh, tonight I'm going to go see a Clipper game. Browner, I don't really know why. It's just that it's close by and there's nothing really for uh, me to do they're tonight. Because the, they're the best team in the NBA right now, but continue. Yeah, but it's it's really just more because, you know, the office is here at LA Live. The hotel is right across the street. Crypto.com is right over here. And when I get off the air tonight at 7 o'clock on the radio, um, I'm going to I, I'm gonna need to kill a little bit of time before oh. I pass out. Yeah, what? Wait a minute. So what's the chance I get in that suite on Saturday? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to uh, go check with my peeps and see if they uh, if they've got anybody in the suite on Saturday. I don't know. Hmm. I'll you know, find out. Good, all right, all right, I'll ask. All right, I'll ask. Right, I know. I have some right. buddies of mine from San Diego that want to come up for a Kings Vancouver Canucks game. And when I asked if I could get the suite for that particular night, it's a Tuesday night. Turns out it's already like all booked up. So I don't know, man. I'll find out. For the but Canucks? I'll ask for you. Well, they're playing yeah. the Bulls, so I'm pretty sure there's going to be people who want in on that. Yeah, and um, are you already have tickets for that game? Yeah, yeah, I got tickets already. I'm just trying to, you know, get in a suite and, you know, look important. Yeah, I feel you. So anyway, so today we got a love triangle going. I'm in L.A., uh, mostly because this Kobe Bryant event is happening on Thursday where they're putting Kobe's statue in front of Crypto.com. And, um, you know, listen, you got Magic Johnson and Shaquille O'Neal and Oscar De La Hoya and Chick Hearn. And you got, you know, all these legends. Of, Oscar De La Hoya's uh, got a statue? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like he's standing there like with his hands raised like Rocky. Yeah. And um, and they're they're putting up a Kobe statue on two eight twenty four. You can figure out the numerology yourself. Um, and so they're doing this Kobe dedication on Thursday. So that's kind of really what kept me back from Vegas is that I had this uh, commitment with, you know, the radio station with ESPN in L.A. Browner, on the other hand, is um, in the lower part of the love triangle today, stayed in San Diego, still down mm -hmm. in home base. Um I can tell you guys this, no rain at this moment in L.A. I mean, it poured like a mofo last night, but uh, no rain like right now. Like a mofo here like an hour ago. Yeah, uh, but sunny skies. Uh. And then Alex is the third part of the triangle. He's in Vegas on Radio Row at Mandalay Bay. And Alex, I know yesterday it was pouring rain. It was cold and gray, but they say the yeah, weather the is coming up today. in Vegas. Yeah. Sun came out today, which was nice, uh, mm -hmm. but I haven't been outside for a few hours, so I don't know what it's like <laughs> right now, but <laughs> it was nice this morning. All right, let me do this. Um, Alex has gotten a lot of video that we're going to all watch, um, and we've posted it on Instagram. We've posted it on TikTok. So I think what we should do, because I want to talk about a variety of things today, including this. Do you guys even know this? And I say you guys. I don't mean you. I mean, like, everybody who's listening. Do you guys know who the finalists are for the Pro Football Hall of Fame this year? Because I will tell you this, that there is an all-time San Diego Charger legend and I'm not talking about Don Coriel and from, you know, 30, 40 years ago where people are still fetching about the fact that he hadn't gotten in until last year. There is an all-time San Diego Charger legend who's very contemporary. And he's a finalist. And I don't know if he's getting in or he's not getting in. Like, my hunch is he's a first ballot automatic Hall of Famer. But I don't really know for sure if he's getting in. They moved NFL honors they were doing it on Saturday night before the Super Bowl. I believe it's tomorrow. Oh, really? Middle of the week, huh? Yeah, I believe it's tomorrow. So are you saying that and they'll announce the Hall of Fame class tomorrow? Rather, Of course they will, because right, it's the honors. They'll probably announce it today, 
I'm assuming. Really? Really? Yeah. Um, again, to me, automatic first ballot Hall of Famer, no-brainer, but I'm not sure. We'll have to look at the class. We'll have to look at the finalists, and we'll, we'll make a decision if we think that this guy's, this again, this all-time great Charger, very contemporary, right before they left, if he's getting in or he's not getting in. We'll get to that coming up in a few minutes. All right. Oh, it's uh, boring we, now. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Mm, that's too bad. Hey, um, speaking of pouring, I want to tell you guys something right now. Um, and I'm just going to make this really quick, but prize picks guys. Um, again, I want to encourage everybody prizepickscom slash great friends. And here's why, because when you get onto the prize picks app and the NFL is the first category, the first, um, the first subcategory is the popular section right now. There's a 99% discount on Patrick Mahomes for the big game on Sunday. They're giving you Patrick Mahomes at 0.5 yards passing. He's going to pass for more than half a yard. That I can assure you. But what I'm looking at is this one. Who's going to score? I've got rushing and receiving touchdowns. Travis Kelsey at .5. I'm telling mm. you right now, Travis Kelsey is scoring a touchdown in this game. No doubt about it. Girlfriend is flying from Tokyo to Vegas through the night to get to her man. Travis Kelsey is scoring a touchdown in this game. No doubt in my mind about that. Um, George Kittle is at half a touchdown. I think George Kittle's a guy that is highly likely to score a touchdown in this game. I can get I can get Isaiah Pacheco, who I definitely think is scoring a touchdown in this game. I can get him at half. So I am uh, I have saved up my money on prize picks. I went down, down, down. I've come all the way back, and now I got a whole bunch of money sitting in my bank at prize picks, and I am unloading on Sunday. And I plan on playing a lot, and I plan on winning a lot. Um, by the way, the Alex, last night, I, yeah. The last night on prize picks, I mm -hmm. came up short in a way I didn't think I would. Tell me. Uh, I had I had a six-piece running. Mm -hmm. Had about, I don't know, 20 units on it. And uh, Luca come through with the Taco Tuesday 20 deal. 20 units. I, Damn. 20 units. 20 units on it, big baby. Alex Caruso, three points. Three points. Needed 10. Tyrese Halliburton, points, rebounds, and assists. Needed 29 and a half. Got 27. Everything else I nailed. Kevin Durant, Colin Anthony Towns, Pascal Siakam, Luka, Luka Doncic. So I could have won big, walked away with six units. Okay, so so you had a six-player play, six thing going, and you mm -hmm. got four out of six, right? Yeah. So you still get paid on four out of six. Not like you live six out of six, though. Oh, not even close. Hey, Alex, check this one out in the special section. Um, Brock Purdy and Mbappe, where you can get two and a half passing touchdowns plus goals so the way i look at it is like this is brock purdy going to have two touchdown passes in this game i like that play but is mbappe going to score a goal i don't know for sure so yeah. uh, how can you know but i like the special section in the combo where you're putting a quarterback together with a with a soccer player i think that's super cool so again prizepicks.com slash great friends click that qr code right there and uh and that'll get you to where you need to go First deposit is match 100% up to 100 bucks. Have a good time out there, everybody, and good luck this weekend, okay? All right. Do you want to show us uh, some video from what is going on in Vegas? Because you're there. We're living through you. And, uh, I, and I guess you've got Instagram videos going. You've got TikTok videos going. Yeah. Yesterday, I saw you on Twitter actually walk in front of Bellagio. And you had there was CBS 
must have like a monster, monster setup where they're doing lots and lots of broadcasting. Huge. Yeah, that's cool, man. So what, what yeah, are you going right to show in front us? Of, uh, yeah, why don't we just go through the stories together okay. and see how this works, see if it works. See if it works, yeah. Let's this see. is, uh, yes, please tell me if you can hear this. This yeah. is in front okay. of the Bellagio CBS Sports Studios. Okay. Last time I was here for F1 and this street was totally blocked off. We had bleachers and now it's the CBS Sports, Whoa. CBS Sports Studios. The most badass location to do a show. Can only imagine. Oh, Jim Rome's doing a show from here. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Look at that. Yeah, it's Look so cool. That. that is so cool. Mm -hmm. So that is like where the grandstands were for F1, you know? Yeah. And now that's where CBS has their full setup. And it mm -hmm. looks awesome. And, you know, when I see Rome on TV, which I don't know if you guys, I think we talked about this, I think a little bit yesterday. Rome made an announcement yesterday on his TV show that yeah. that this upcoming Friday is Rome's last TV show on CBS Sports Network. And by the way, not to be disrespectful or rude, not mm. mo nobody's watching that. OK, nobody's watching it um, on Friday of last week when I was a guest on Rome's TV show. I knew that it was his last day from his studios in Costa Mesa, which are like world class. So I suspect CBS is probably coming in and they're taking back their cameras and they're taking back their servers and they're taking back their lights and they're taking back all their equipment. And Jimmy is moving out of his Costa Mesa offices. And as he said yesterday, and I'm sure people heard it on radio because he's on 1090 before we are, I that he um, is moving everything to X to Twitter but he doesn't have a start date yet as to when the video is going to happen. And by the way, I'll tell you this right now, it's the smartest thing he could do. Just like Al Michaels going to Prime Video to do NFL football games, you're an older guy going on to a new medium. If you're Jim Rome, nobody's watching the CBS Sports Network. No disrespect to anybody involved. Nobody's watching it. But everybody's on Twitter all day long. But other social platforms too, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Do you guys... Anybody here on Discord? Anybody know about Discord? I know about it. I know, I'm not on it. Like millions and millions and millions of people having conversations on yet another social platform that none of us are using. Mm -hmm. Here's my point. Here's my point. It's a very smart move for Rome to take his show and put it on Twitter because every time somebody goes onto Twitter and they find out that Rome is on, that's an opportunity for you to click in versus you're never thinking about putting on Jim Rome during the day on CBS Sports Network. When I turn my TV on, I go to ESPN. That's where Pat McAfee is. I never saw Pat McAfee until he was on ESPN. So I'm telling you right now, Romy I, and, and Craig, his manager, who's a longtime great friend, guys, this is the smartest thing you guys could do. I'm jealous as all hell. And, and I think that, you know, if and when the time comes, I'd like to do the same thing. I'd love to put our show on Twitter, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, where was I? So, all right. So, Alex, you showed us the uh, the video of you in front of the Bellagio with the CBS mm -hmm. setup. What else could we look at? So, I was killing time before the media party mm -hmm. started at about six o'clock. This was last night. Was at the last night, it was at the mm -hmm. F one garage. Mm -hmm. What's called mm -hmm. the F one Plaza. So, yeah. F one obviously shuts down the streets, but they built a permanent, you know, pit lane uh, over. D directly diagonal from Top Golf behind mm -hmm. MGM, 
By the way, so, shout out to our boy Jason Finley. Shout out to everybody at Callaway Golf. What you guys are doing from headquarters in Carlsbad with top golf around the country. And I can't wait for the two top golfs that are coming to San Diego. Shout out to all you guys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I went, made my way over there. And I had, it, it wouldn't stop freaking raining yesterday. And this party was half outdoors, half indoors. Mm -hmm. uh, but here is me fanboying because look where I was. Okay. It won't stop raining. We're at the F1 <laughs> NFL media party. I'm fanboying hard because look at this. The finish line. The finish line at the F1 Grand Prix. And there you see. I'm wow. literally at the wow. uh, the main straight there. So so I have I, a question, I really though. feel like you should have ran across the line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's cool is I got to go on the I got to go on the starting grid. I got to go on the finish line, and then I was told that so you walk in right, and I'll I'll show you a video. You walk in through this tunnel, and then you go to the back, which is like where the where they set up tents or permanent like all the teams' garages are in the back, right? Mm -hmm. And it's massive, dude. I'm telling you, this place is massive, and you got an incredible view of uh the sphere the the thingy the whatever it's called and what thingy what thing what's the circle what are they called ferris wheels yeah i didn't know what that yeah. thingy was you just got it. sorry I, I was going like this so i don't know uh the ferris wheel you got an incredible <laughs> view and they got all these like food vendors out there they got like this native american dance thing happening but it's raining and it's pouring and it's cold it's freezing and i was like this is terrible like who wants to do this and then they're like, oh, you can go inside. And that's where, like, the bar is. And I'm like, okay. So we walk inside. And three stories, three levels of bars and party and food and entertainment. In the F1 grandstand? In the F1, um, what is it called? Garage? Let me show you. It's probably okay. make a little bit more sense if you see okay. it. So, All right. Let's take a look here. This is level two of mm -hmm. three. We're at the uh, opening night media party. Oh, wow. Like, first of all, do you see how long that is? Yeah. We're in an F That's crazy. Garage. Long. Look how long it is. Look at that. It is literally, like, I don't know, 100 yards long, maybe longer. And this was oh. three levels of this. But wait, but when you were outside at the finish line and we could see the what yeah. I thought was like the was that the garage or was that the grandstand behind you? Yeah, that's the garage. There is no grandstands. Oh. It's just okay. The garage. Got it. Got it. So, like so the grandstands are gone. That, so yeah. that garage, that garage that they built, that's permanent. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. people can't like you don't drive up and down that street, right? I mean, no. it must be no. completely separated and all, it yeah, must be closed like at all lot. times, right? Right, yeah. right. It's like its own lot. So we got dropped off mm -hmm. over or I took a taxi yesterday and it dropped me off. Uh, where people park i guess and you we had to walk through it was part of the experience right we had to walk through the finish line and that area to get into the party and go through the tunnel and literally there's three levels of this crap dude like mm -hmm. it is insane there's bars there's food like it, it was it was crazy i was like me and craig dato who's been to a few super bowls were like this is by far the best media party ever like it's yeah. not even close that's cool um so that's where like all the VIP parties and things were happening during the yeah. Grand Prix, right? During because yeah. I see I saw a lot of hospitality yeah. happening there. Yeah, right. that's cool. It's exactly where the hospitality VIP is. And Browner, 
I can't get away from these guys. Oh, had a little man. staring contest with the uh, Blue Man group. Look at that. And then how did I know? Uh, had a little party, a little get down with the Jabberwockies. So there you go. That was all wow. yesterday. What's that? Media. You know, they have lost their appeal to me. Like they were awesome at first when they first came on the scene on MTV and they was break dancing and, and, and all these moves like yo, these dudes is nice. 2024 now. Y'all gotta take the mask off. I need to see who dances. Who the Jabberwocky guys or the blue face? Yeah, no, guys. no. The, the blue man group was never appealing to me. They do more of a show <laughs> with splashing paint and colors. I ain't got no problem with that. The Jabberwockies are just dancers. They just dancers, bro. Mm-hmm. I need to see some faces. I need to see your face now. Why? Who cares? Exactly. So show your face. Mm. Get some credit for those your moves. I will, listen. Hey, here, here's the funny thing. I'm in the Jabberwockies. You are? You gonna tell me I'm not? I mean, are you? Yeah. Okay. I've if you seen say you so. a lot of things. I don't think I've ever seen you dance. Oh, he can't dance, man. He can't dance. He's too tall. No, right, exactly. He's way too tall to dance. You know, he you no, know, you know what you can do, Browner? I know this about you. I know this. You can groove, but you can't dance. You're too tall. Listen, you know what I'm I got I got all I could do every level of move. All of them. All of them. Salsa, hip hop, classical, ballroom. I got all the steps, brother. I got all, all right. the steps. Yeah. Yes. Can you move line on? dance? Mm. No, I can't moonwalk. I no, that was never in my that ain't never in my bag, bro. I will moonwalk walk like a mofo. First of all, you cannot moonwalk. What I are can you doing? moon dude. I moonwalk what like you, you ain't never seen nobody moonwalk other than Michael Jackson. Stop it. No, yeah, because it'll be it'll be bad. It'll be bad. You cannot yeah. moonwalk. Not bad meaning moonwalk. bad, but bad meaning good. That's okay. Exactly you right. talk about you talk about somebody who can't dance. I've seen you dance. Yeah, I know you I, can't moonwalk, good sir. No, I can. I can. Because when I was a kid. Oh. In the, in the mid-80s, early 80s, I would get these shoes called Capizios that they were good for moonwalking on, like, hardwood floors and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was good. I can do it. I would, I, would I, would like to, I would like to see that. I have ADD right now, dude. There's a lot you do. happening. Uh, I would love to see Scott attempt a moonwalk. That would be okay. a, Same here. It would be a great yeah. TikTok. It'd be a great right. TikTok. be a great reel. Uh, you, you say you're having ADD. So Alex is on Radio Row, for those of you that are listening. Way, We're in the, the Seven uh, Mile Casino Studios. And I'm curious, what, what is distracting you right now? <laughs> uh, he just What's her walked name? away. Oh, he just walked away, and you know who oh, he whatever is. Whatever you went to, T Pain, you know who he is. Uh, Austin Reeves, I'm him. No, that would be great if Austin Justin Fields. Is him. No, uh, your boy, you better not be your boy. Don't tell Charger me, Charger Legend. Oh, yeah. He's, he was directly in front of me, but he just walked away. So I was going to try and wave him over to say hi to you. Yeah. Good thing I'm not oh, there. Good, good thing I'm not there this year. I'll tell you that right now. He's yeah. safe. He can, he can, he can feel okay. safe. Like, he don't got to look over his shoulder. Who's safe uh, from I, who, though? Well, I don't know, man. All I know is this one night, uh, this is about two years ago, it was like an opening night party for Del Mar. And uh, the after party for the track was at the Rancho Valencia Resort in Rancho Santa Fe, which is like the nicest, classiest, most expensive joint in all of, of San Diego. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Merriman was there, and um, and I was like, oh man, we 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 can't we can't have conflict here tonight, you know. Mm. 
throw hands. That's what, yeah. that's what you I said to him. I was, no, no, I didn't say that to him. I stayed away from him. I was like, yo, big fella. We, you know, this is my friend's place. Big we can't be having no fella. problems here tonight. Yeah. Get, get a couple pops in him, man. You never know. I know. My son was working that night because my son worked there for a long time. And I was like, yo, you better keep an eye on me because if because if Merriman wants some tonight, you know, I may need some backup. You know, I mean, you, you so jump he go, in. You go get your ass whooping. He gonna lose his job. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get your kids beat up, man. Merritt made it eat us both. You know, bare knuckle, baby. Right. Lights out. Uh, right. Sign them up. Literally, lights <laughs> up. <laughs> sign them oh, up. That's great. That's great. All right, stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino studio. SevenMileCasino.com. Great place to watch the game this upcoming Sunday. Now, on the way, I mentioned to you this earlier that there is a legendary San Diego Charger, very contemporary, who is a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Will he get in? We'll talk about that next. Hey, great friends. It's Wednesday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. To all of our radio listeners throughout Southern California, home base San Diego, north through Orange County, into L.A., up into Oxnard, Grande's hometown, the 805 representing Santa Barbara, the Central Coast, wherever you're listening on radio, we're glad you guys are here. To all of our TV viewers on Cox Your View, San Diego, Orange County, L.A., Santa Barbara, happy to have you guys tonight watching on TV. YouTubers, you are the, the heart and soul of what we do around here, the Chatlins. Remember yesterday I was saying we're like 30 subscribers away from 8,000. Let's get to 8,000 because I'd like to get to 10,000 by the end of this year. And to all of our... Uh, audio podcast listeners again everybody who's here viewers listeners on any platform that you're on we're happy you guys are all here today um alex has been dispatched and his boots on the ground in las vegas he is podcasting from podcast row used to be known as broadcasting from radio row we changed all of that ourselves in 2020 yes, alex is in did. vegas browner is in san diego i'm in la it is a seven mile casino studio love triangle here today all right, Alex, give us a quick update what's going on on, on on Podcast Row, and then I want to get into this Pro Football Hall of Fame thing because there is a San Diego Charger legend who is nominated and is a finalist, and I just, my mind, automatic first ballot no-brainer, but we got to look at who he's up against and, and, see, if, um, and see if he's going to make it in. All right, to Alex we go. All right, am I here? Am I back? Las Vegas. Am I You're back good. here? You're I'm all good, good, baby. You're all, all right. good. All right, so you, I heard you say Hall of Fame finalists, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's mm -hmm. right. So there's also, 15 finalists. Uh, okay. 15 Keep finalists on. announced tomorrow, I believe. Mm -hmm. It says here, the class of 2024 will be unveiled publicly February 8th during NFL honors presented by Invisalign. There you mm -hmm. go. So okay. here are your 15 <laughs> finalists. Should we start off with the one that you're talking about, Scott? Um. Yeah. Okay. We'll let, let, let's. Well, I, I'd like to get to it because I, I'd like to be able to see who the other finalists are before we get to right. this former San Diego Charger. Group. Right. So let me let me run through it. There's some names you'll recognize. Uh, okay. Eric Allen, cornerback of the Eagles. Uh, okay. So let me let me think. Let me just contemplate everybody here for a second. So Eric Allen. Let me just say this. First of all, Eric Allen is a San Diegan. You know, mm -hmm. um, Eric Allen is a, as I recall, he is a Point Loma pointer. And mm -hmm. Eric Allen had a, a he was a high school superstar in San Diego. He was a great, great NFL player um, for a very long time. 
So Eric Allen, to me, you know, there's the the hometown connection, and I'd love to see Eric Allen get in. And I know that there are a lot of people in Point Loma that are, are really pulling for Eric Allen. And so um, I am as well. But, I mean, I, as a, there are five that will get in. Is that right? Isn't the number five? Yeah, yeah, and that was this is that was my biggest. Me and John Clay saw eye to eye on a lot of things. This is one of them. I I think this is stupid that they cap themselves every yeah. year on how many guys can get in. Mm-hmm. I'll give baseball this: like if you get enough percentage, you're in. Don't matter how many. If it's zero, twenty guys can get in one year. That's the way it should be. If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. You're gonna cap it at five. Anyways, this is the other guys: Jared Allen, defensive end. Yeah, so one of my favorite Vikings of all time. Yeah, great so, chief as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Jared Allen was a subpar bear, but but you know what Jared <laughs> Allen was? Jared Allen was like a um, sort of like a precursor, if you will, to the guys who are now like dominant the white pass white, rusher. Exactly right. You know, because because be- Strahan's single season sack record, like I think he was like one or half a sack away. Because before there was a Jared Allen, there was I know you guys don't want to hear this. There was our boy Burt Grossman. And and most of those guys back then, they were like interior defensive linemen. But Burt was like a he was a big, tall stand, not stand up, but like three point stance, like four, three defensive end. And Jared Allen was was kind of cut from that cloth. And now all these other guys. So wait, Joey you tell Bosa, me Burt was the first you tell me Burt was the first white pass rusher. You know, that that Burt, is, me? Burt is the all time sack leader for white pass rushers. Of the Chargers, you know this, right? San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers, right? Well, he got there forever. Most of them might have passed him. Yeah, but he's He's the the original white pass rusher. I don't know if I'd call him the original, but like what I'm saying is, is that a guy like he's the Jackie Robinson of white (laughs) white pass rushers. (laughs) He's the Jackie Robinson of of half uh, of of white half Jewish pass Mm -hmm. rushers. Yeah. Listen, Mm -hmm. if that's the case, if that's the case. You know, shout out to Burt Grossman, man. If that's the case, shout out to Burt Grossman for being the the OG of the white pass rushes, man. I don't want to overstate how you know how Burt was. You said he was. I'm, well, I'm just saying though that that Burt was an, a defensive end pass rusher, whereas most of those guys back then, you know, like like I think of Howie Long as being an interior defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of a lot of those big white guys. They were interior defensive linemen. Saragusa as well. Um, you know, I'm thinking back to, to Bob Golick, to Lyle Alzado. I'm just Burt was an outside defensive end pass rusher. And yeah. and Jared Allen was that too. Now today it's Nick Bosa, it's Joey Bosa, it's Aiden Hutchinson, it's and the what, TJ Watt. TJ Watt, yeah. I mean JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, what was what's the guy's name in Cincinnati? Max Crosby. Oh, Max Crosby's oh. a good one in Vegas. Don't forget Hutchinson for Detroit. I already said that. Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't, so I didn't forget. My bad. My bad. Yeah. I don't know the guy in Cincinnati. I don't know the guy in Cincinnati. I don't know. Forget his name. All right. I did too. Okay. So, so, all right. So we've got Eric Allen as one finalist. We've, we've got, uh, now I've, I've lost his, the kid's name. Uh, Eric Allen. Jared Eric Allen. Allen. No, no, no. Who, after that, the defensive end we were just talking about. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, Trey Hendrickson, by the way, for the Bengals. Um, okay. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Willie Anderson, off, offensive tackle. Mm, always hard I, to, uh, always hard to quantify, you know. Offensive tackles. Yeah. Well, this mm. next guy too, 
Jari Evans, guard for the Saints for a decade. Yeah. Both finalists. All right. Uh, yeah. This guy, everybody will know. And I'm assuming he'll probably get in. Dwight Freeney. Yes. Easy. Easy. Um, but but you say easy, but I have a quick question. Is Dwight is this Dwight Freeney's first year? I don't know. I don't I don't know that it is. I don't and, think it is. And and so oh, this Dwight, is his uh second. Okay. All right. Dwight Freeney was a great player. Um and Dwight Freeney mm-hmm. was probably the best player, best defensive player on the Peyton Manning Colts years, you know. Um, they they beat your Bears Browner in Super Bowl forty one, I think. In my don't got to bring it up. You don't got to yeah. bring it up. I remember. Okay. Thanks. Tom. All right. Okay. All right. So Dwight Freeney. I mean, to me, thus far of the three names you've mm-hmm. mentioned, I mean, Dwight Freeney to me is probably the most yeah. automatic of Eric Allen and Jared Allen. All right, keep going. Let's keep going. Rodney Harrison, his first time as a finalist. Ooh. So so mm-hmm. here's the thing about Rodney. I would Harrison. say yes, Chicago guy. Yeah. So here's here's the thing about Rodney. So, a former great San Diego Charger, no doubt. Mm-hmm. His career took off more so when he left and went to New England. Rodney was a very good player in San Diego, but he was part of a very good team in in New England. Part of one of the most famous plays in the Super Bowl, frankly, uh, David Tyree from the Giants making that catch off his helmet where Rodney was blanketed all over him. I don't. I don't know this. Maybe it says it, but did he win? He must have won at least one Super Bowl with uh, New England. I don't know if he won more than one. But um, it doesn't say it here. Rodney, Rodney Harrison, really, really, really good player. But you see, the thing about Rodney is, is that after his football career was over, now that he's been part of like the big Sunday Night Football, NBC, national media mm-hmm. thing, I think that makes Rodney much more. Um, like mainstream, uh, he's in the media. So the media who that votes helps. on this stuff, it helps mm-hmm. a lot because now the the people who are in the room voting feel like he's sort of migrated over to their side of things. Uh, Rodney Harrison was always great. He loved, loved, loved and respected Billy Ray so much and would come on the air all the time and threaten to beat me up. So it was kind of a fun thing. It was sort of a cute thing that we had going on. Um, I would say because Rodney Harrison played with Tom Brady, played for Belichick, was part of the Patriot teams. I'm going to guess Rodney Harrison's going in. And and, and again, mm-hmm. after the after the playing career, the TV career, the media career, I think elevates him. All right, all right, let's keep going. Uh, his third time as a finalist, Devin Hester. You already I mean, know where I'm at. I know. I mean, he's he's probably known as the greatest kick returner that the NFL has of ever all known. Time of all yeah. time. And and by the way, speaking of that same Super Bowl that that the Bears lost to the Colts, the opening kickoff of the game. Check me on this, but didn't he have a kickoff return yes. for a touchdown? Yeah. After weeks, Tony Dungy saying we're not going to punt to him. The defense, yeah. the special teams, convinced <laughs> him to do it. He did well, it, and he ran it back for a touchdown. That, that's not the story. I understand my the story. I understand is that is that uh, they told for weeks they say we're not kicking to Devin Hester, and then mm-hmm. the night before the game, uh, Tony Dungy tells his team guys. And they all trusted him. He's a very Christian guy. You know, he goes, hey, I had this dream. I had this vision that we kicked off to him and we shut him down the entire game. So we're going to kick off to him. And then in the opening kickoff of the game, they kicked off to him and he ran it back. See, that's, that, okay, that's a different story because that's not what I heard. But that, that sounds more likely. You want to know, you know how, they, I, how I heard that story? Ahead. I'm not joking so he with you. I heard, told you. I, no, no, I heard it yesterday. The story was told to me yesterday by 
another finalist, Reggie Wayne. Well, Reggie Wayne told it to me. Reggie Wayne told me the story yesterday. And the reason I, read, I was talking to Reggie Wayne is because this Sunday, as I'm playing L.A. Cap this weekend, I have um, I have a thing going on at a casino up in Riverside. And Reggie Yamaha. Wayne. Yeah, Reggie Wayne, Ed Reed, and uh, Terrell Davis are all going to be there. Ooh, and damn. so so Reggie Wayne came on the you know the L.A. show yesterday and was we, and he told that exact same story. That's I mean, I know I sounded like I have like great memory of Super Bowls. I don't. Reggie Wayne told me that story yesterday. All right. Keep going, Alex. <laughs> He's in. Why? He's got to get in. He's got to get in. Who's that? Uh, who's got to get in? Devin Hester? Because remember, John Clayton and I, great back and forth about will Devin Hester get in or not. I mm-hmm. said, yeah, John mm-hmm. Clayton said absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, keep going. So so you're at, you were at Tory Devin Holt Hester. Tory Holt is a five-time finalist. Tory Holt. Tory Holt. No. Listen, I, I love Tory no. Holt. Five and times. I, Come on, bro. I know. And, 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 you know, but Isaac Bruce is already in. So, you know, you've got players like um, – Who was oh the God. number one? Who was the number one? Maybe Marshall Falk may have been the first guy in from that group, I think. No, no, I'm Her- talking about <clears throat> between the two of them as wide receiver. I, I know that Marshall Falk was the best of all of them. Right. So but Marshall's if, you, if you're going to put – Well, go ahead. Go ahead, man. So if you're going to put one of them in, if you yeah. have two wide receivers that are up, the running back's already in. If you're going to put right. one of them in – Right. You got to put the number one in. If Isaac Bruce was the number one, he's the one who should go in. So, so Marshall Falk is in. Kurt Warner is James in. Harris. Uh, Isaac Bruce is in. So, so you have three of the greatest show on turf guys already in. Is Tory Holt going to get in? I, I don't think no. so. Man. No, no, man. So. All right, keep going, Alex. Keep going. Andre Johnson, wide receiver, Texans, third time finalist. No, I don't think finalist. so, man. I don't think no. so. Great player. Great career, though. And, and I feel like his career may have been cut a little short. I know that the, the length of the career is, you know, if Terrell Davis is going to get in after a seven-year career, you know, I, I get that, you know, uh, Tony Baselli got in after a short career because Tony was the best mm-hmm. offensive lineman for a very short period of time. But I don't think I don't think so. All right, keep going. You got uh, Julius Peppers, first-time finalist. Ian. I don't think Ian. so. What? I yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. What? For two organizations, Julius Peppers destroyed defensive lines, feared by many. Well, he was great in the early part of his career in Carolina, right? And he was great for Chicago. Yeah, I don't. You would remember that better than I certainly do. I I don't remember that. Um, Julius Peppers. Julius was Peppers great is early. fourth on the all-time sack list. Well then, and. Browner's going to be right. Browner's right. He's going to be in then. If if he's got numbers like that, I think he's going to be in. Yeah. And. Okay. Just for Can reference, Jared Allen is twelfth. Oh, interesting. So. Okay. Well, then that's an easy one. Yeah. See, that's just it. Is it positions easy. will ca- guys of the same position will cancel each other out? Julius Peppers in Jared Allen would be out. Would be my guess. All right, keep going. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Fred Taylor, running back. No. First no. time finalist. Yeah, I don't think Fred Taylor is. I mean, Fred Taylor had some great years, but I don't think so. You brought up Reggie Wayne, fifth time being a finalist. Yeah, the problem for Reggie Wayne is is that, you know, again, it's you got Reggie Wayne, you got Torrey Holt, you got guys that played on great teams, you got guys that are Super Bowl champions, but they're not not, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's not Marvin Harrison. He's not in. Okay, keep going. Uh, Patrick Willis. Three-time finalist, Ooh. linebacker, Forty um, ers He's one of those part. guys that played what, like six years? But yeah, he was didn't play that long. Yeah, he was a beast. Yeah. He was yeah. a beast. He was good. He was good, no oh. doubt. 
but I just don't I don't think so. I don't too I short don't think of a so. He was a leader. He was like he was there with Harbaugh, right? Like I think yes. probably so, yeah. He was yes. like yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and then two time finalist Darren Woodson. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. I don't he doesn't think move, he doesn't move me. He doesn't move but, me. But Darren Woodson probably played on I don't know how many Cowboys Super Bowl teams he played on. Maybe one I'd have to go back and look. But right. um yeah, See, the thing again, with me in this, and, and this is where this is where John Clayton and I disagree. The thing with me, this process is like if you're not in the first time, then you you're not a Hall of Famer. Like that's the way I look at it. Like if you aren't a Hall of Famer in 2024, what makes you a Hall of Famer in 2028? Because there's yeah. less names. Right. Well, like that's, well, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it, well, in, okay, but in some instances. You might have two guys who play the same position, and for whatever reason, these voters get hung up on you can't right. put two safeties in, you can't put right. two two receivers in, can't put two defensive ends in. Now, there's one name that I know we haven't heard yet, and this was the name that I was right. saying was the contemporary charger. Yeah. So let's let's discuss this name. Go ahead, Alex. Give it to us. Tight end, Antonio Gates, first-time finalist. Now, I have not heard any other tight ends on this list today that we've been talking about. Um, as far as I can tell, Antonio Gates is the only tight end. In my opinion, and this is just me, look, I'm biased, okay? Antonio Gates, I saw his entire career. And, mm. and again, if I were in the room and, and I were Antonio Gates' advocate, here's what I would be saying to everybody, and this is off the top of my head. This is a guy who was a great high school player who decided he was going to go play college basketball and bounced around until they finally got to Kent State. And he and he played deep into the NCAA tournament in Kent State. And guess what? When his career was over at Kent State as a basketball player, he wasn't going to be the next Charles Barkley in the NBA. So he just took a chance, took a chance to try and play football. Hey, he was good in high school, and four years later, he's going to try and play pro football. Well, guess what? You know what? Between his size, his speed, um, his body type, et cetera, he found an opportunity with the San Diego Chargers. And I'll tell you guys right now, in Antonio Gates's rookie season, the Chargers were playing a game at the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had barely played. He was kind of like a practice squad player. He was a project. They threw a pass to him. I want to say, I want to say Drew Brees threw a pass to him. He catches the ball. He's running down the sideline and he gets this ball smacked right out of his hand because somebody hit his forearm because he had not yet been conditioned to be a pro football player because he didn't have the college thing. You know, he was a complete project. Well, when you go from being an undrafted free agent who comes from the world of basketball and hadn't played football since he was in high school. And, and by the way, as I recall, he actually went to Michigan state to go play for Nick Saban. He mm -hmm. was going to go out of high school from Detroit to, to Michigan state to play for Nick Saban to do what, what Antonio Gates did. I promise you this, it revolutionized the position of the tight end because Antonio Gates played the tight end position as if he were a, a small forward in basketball and backing somebody down to the basket, using that big old booty of his and that big lower body of his to position himself in a way to catch passes that other guys just couldn't catch. Travis Kelsey's not the same kind of guy, you know, not even close. Um, Tony Gonzalez a little bit because of the basketball background at Cal. Yeah. But Antonio Gates with his body type and the way he played the position, the way he created space, 
he was a revolutionary player. And he had the benefit of playing with Breeze in the early days when the Chargers were just coming up. And I think, I'm trying to remember, the Chargers played the Saints at Qualcomm, and I don't remember if Breeze had five touchdown passes or if it was Gates who caught five touchdown passes, one or the other. But but I'm telling you, Gates changed the position. And Gates has all the numbers between his relationship with Breeze and Rivers. Gates has all the numbers to be an instant, automatic, first ballot Hall of Famer. Antonio Gates. Uh... Antonio Gates is the all-time leader in touchdowns for a tight end, 116. Tony Gonzalez is in the Hall of Fame, is second at 111. You want to talk about contemporaries? Gronkowski, 93. Jimmy Graham, 89. Travis Kelsey, 77. He is miles ahead of those guys. Uh, So he's got easily the most – he's got the third most receiving yards by a tight end behind Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten. He's got the numbers. He's got the longevity. He just didn't have a ring. He didn't have playoff success. He, right. Um, and remember this, and this is going to work against him. In the one AFC championship game that the Chargers were in, I'm actually, again, goosebumps, man. In the one AFC championship game that the Chargers were in, Antonio Gates couldn't do anything. He had this massive turf toe mm-hmm. problem, and he was he was nothing other than a decoy the entire game. No yeah. impact at all. Could barely so, run that game. I remember that. What's that? Yeah, he could barely, he could barely run. run that guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me let me give you some final thoughts on Antonio Gates and should he or should he not go into the Hall of Fame in just a second. Before I do, I just want to remind everybody this. My man Gary Cooper is standing by and he's waiting for your call. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. For those of you watching, here's the QR code. Listen, if you think home ownership is unachievable because you don't have a whole bunch of cash in the bank, talk to Gary. There are programs for people who don't have the money to put down a down a big down payment. So talk to Gary. Don't just think you know. Talk to a professional who does know. Talk to Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Finishing thoughts here on this gate situation next. All right, great friends. Hey, what's going on? It is Wednesday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew. Grande and the Brown Man are in the house. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. I'm telling you guys again, if you don't have plans for Sunday, and you don't have a big feast plan for your house, and you are looking for where can I get great food, where can I have a great drink, where can I see all the the TVs in the game, Uh, where can I play blackjack and poker, great location, easy parking, smoke-free, that is Seven Mile Casino. They got it all at Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. All right, so Alex is in Las Vegas on Podcast Row at Mandalay Bay. And in mm-hmm. the commercial break, as I'm looking at Alex behind him, uh, Browner, your Jabberwocky guys were walking by. You know, my guys were there. Yeah, still wearing are the they, masks. Are they allowed to speak, or is it Blue Man Group 2.0? Like, if somebody interviews them, do they're just going to be like, in their masks we have a spokesperson. We don't. We no, no. We got a spokesperson. We don't really talk when we're in, in uniform. Jabberwocky. Are you talk? violating like a lucha libre code by? showing your face and telling us who you are well in my <clears throat> everyday Ugh. capacity i can do this what well, i just finished my hot dog in a break so it's oh gross you got like the hot dog stuck you in your throat hour you got a two-hour hot dog man it's worse <laughs> one hot dog lasts yeah, two hours worse i was in the middle of worse. i was in the middle of the show man I'm, I'm i'm moving i'm shaking baby i gotta do things on the road what you mean you what got you a mean? breakfast hot dog and it took you two hours to eat it so it's a cold breakfast hot dog i am disgusted. Yeah. 
I know. Well, I will be very honest. I'll be very honest with you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. The last bite was disgusting. It was hard. <laughs> it was rough. I had, to, I had to like put some force in the bite to crush the bun. It wasn't the best bite. I, I, I didn't save the best for last. What but kind of I don't hot dogs, by the way? I'm just curious. What brand of Nathan's. hot dogs? Nathan's. Oh, Nathan's. All right. So a little snappy. Mm -hmm. I'm a farmer. Yeah, but Nathan's, Nathan's has a problem. Their hot dogs come in uh, packs of eight. Yeah. While the actual buns come in 12s. This goes back to an age-old problem. I don't know who did what. Mm -hmm. They messed up that part of the simulation. It should be, if it's 12 buns, it should be 12 hot dogs. If there's eight buns, it should be eight hot dogs. Like, I don't really understand who who messed this up. They got to fix like that. I feel Reboot like hot dog. Well, Nathan. I feel like hot dog buns Nathan's come in eights. I don't know. Buns. Right. Yeah, that's right. Nathan should make buns. You're correct. They yeah, should. I thought it was ten and eight. I thought it was ten and eight. I thought it was like it 10 is hot ten dogs and eight, eight buns. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just telling you the scenario on why it doesn't. Okay. Make there's any there's sense. more of one or the other. Alex, you're yeah. a Farmer John's guy because you probably grew up doing Dodger dogs. Dodger dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not. Farmer and John's I don't know if you guys are anymore. I don't. I know. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the Mexican novelty of hot dogs chopped up hot dogs and eggs for breakfast yeah i love that okay okay yeah. just making sure because that's uh, yeah it's delicious yeah but, but wait a minute browner let's get into it let's get into it let's no get into you it. did okay. not hot, wait hot a minute egg, delicious yeah fried hot dog yeah. like you take a hot dog you chop it up you like into little pieces dog, and then you, you put it and you put it in a little frying pan you put some eggs in that rascal oh forget about it baby i'm in but you're not in so Eating a hot dog in a bun Dude. with mustard and relish like a psychopath at nine in the morning. Bro, you just told me that you don't eat hot dogs in the morning. But then a couple of segments later, you mm -hmm. then say it's a tradition for your culture to the eat Mexican chopped up hot dogs and eggs, bro. It's the same thing. It's a hot oh, dog. God, no. God, no, it's not the same thing. It it's is. The same thing. What are you? Oh it's my! You, you busted yourself. You told her you drastnitch. You drastnitch on yourself. Don't be looking at me. You did this. I'm looking at you, and I'm telling you, there's a significant difference of weenies con huevo and having a hot dog for breakfast. Weenies <laughs> con, con huevo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, hot dogs and eggs. Yeah, I just understand you... the language. I just didn't know that anybody <laughs> called it weenies con huevo. Just because you put some kind of Latin spin on it. Doesn't make it. It's a hot dog, bro. It's a hot dog. Mm. I can't mm. believe you. I just can't believe you trying to sneak in the back door with that. Look what you're sneaking in the window with that. Come Owning on, it. bro. Come on, Owning bro. It. Come on, bro. Hey, you ain't gonna see me like heat up a freaking <laughs> bun and put a, a Nathan's hot dog with mustard and relish for breakfast. That's ridiculous. You hey, too? I'll tell you guys right now. <laughs> really? Of hot dogs. There's another weirdo <laughs> next to me. Who's see? that? What's see? this? Deal? What's his deal? Taylor. He works at he works for Six Score. Taylor. Yeah. What's his story? He's like, I would eat a hot dog for breakfast. I was like, Thank I, you. I don't That's listen, I'm, I'm, I don't really have a big problem for a hot dog for breakfast. It's not really like that's yeah. not a big problem for me. Um, because honestly, like if I go to McDonald's and I were gonna get a sausage egg and cheese biscuits, like I mean, it's just it's a sausage patty rather than a link. You know what I'm saying? And buzz oh, and God. listen, I mean, whatever, dude. Um, here's the thing though, is I um I got to say, like after these like Laker games or Clipper games, like tonight after this Clipper game, I'm going to walk out on the streets and dude, it's going to be packed with Mexican people who are making those bacon wrapped hot dogs on those grills, you know, and um, mm -hmm. they smell bomb. 
and and I have nothing but respect for people who will eat a bacon wrap hot dog after that. a game because call it like mm-hmm. nine nine thirty at night, and and they're making them up, man. I mean, listen, if they weren't selling them, they wouldn't be there making them. And there's rows of them, dude. It ain't like one guy, like one street vendor. It's like 10, 15 people, and they all got bacon wrapped around them dogs, and they're all grilling them up, and they got onions and peppers and everything, and they look bomb AF, and they smell great. And I respect these girls in particular who are like, oh, I'm getting one of those, but I just, I don't do it. I don't do it. Hey, y'all, let's you guys want to do a little uh, curveball here real quick? Yeah, what's the uh, curveball? I guess sure. our, scheduling, our scheduling was a little uh, mixed up. Yeah. I have Kyle Turley and Jim McMahon sitting down. Come on, you're kidding me. We love no. Kyle Turley. Can I pause this real quick, Browner, and then we'll we'll set up real quick? Sure. All right, let's do it. All right, this is the beauty of, of Podcast Row. Is uh, Alex got up, Kyle Turley sat down, Jim McMahon sat down. Kyle, it is always great to see you. Last time we had you on, bro, we were trying to get yeah. you the job at San Diego State. We were trying to get you that head football coaching job, dude. And I wasn't joking around. I thought it was a great idea, man. Hey, you know, the uh, – Fired offensive coordinator and O-line coach from Colorado. You know, they're a much better choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, did what you do ever, I know? What do I know? Did you, um, did you ever get a chance to talk to anybody? Uh, I offered uh, to fly down, take meetings, uh, really talk about this. I was kind of placated and said, Hey, you know, we'll get to it. Yeah. We look forward to talking to you, Kyle. Then, you know, the video comes out of the, the jet ride and, uh, you know, bringing them in and yeah. all that, uh, you know, a few days later. I, I knew it was a pipe dream. Yeah, but it, you know what? Hey, man, listen, we tried, right? Hey, you, you got to throw it out there. Look who they're giving these jobs to now. You, you know, Jeff Saturday gets the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and people want to question my ability to coach college football players. <laughs> hey, I do it all day. Kyle, you got Jim McMahon with you. Jim, um, Jim, I hope you can hear us. Dude. Yes. We we used to love, love, love having Jim McMahon in San Diego every year. Jim, for the Stan Humphrey Celebrity Classic, man. You know? Back oh, it in was the a day. blast. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I had a great time out there. That was always fun. Uh, what was the name of that course we played at? Morgan Run. Remember? Morgan Run. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we were there right. for quite a few years. It was always a good time. Like yeah, falling out of bed right on the tee. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You just roll right out of bed, right out to the yeah, tee, man. You're right. You're right there. Yeah. I was like above my room was like right above the first tee. So it was very convenient for me. And, and Jim, you know, back in those days, man, um, you know, Dave Miller, who ran the tournament, you remember Dave, right? Oh yeah. Um, Dave would be able to get John Elway, yourself. I mean, there were, you know, Emmett Smith. I mean, my point is, is that there were A-list, you know, former players that would come to that event. And, dude, it was jam-packed. I mean, it was like a PGA Tour event back in the day. Yeah, it was, it was always a lot of fun. Very uh, fan-accessible course that was. And, uh, you know, we're, we're having our own event here in, in Las Vegas on Friday for the Gridiron Greats. And uh, Revenant's our, our sponsor, our company. And, Looking forward to a, uh, a great day. Hopefully this weather will, will clear up a little bit. It's been a little cold and rainy here, but uh, looking forward to a good day on Friday. Hey, Browner, I'm curious. Jim McMahon, as the quarterback of the 85 Bears and as a kid who grew up in Chicago, I mean, what what it what it means, you know, for, for, for you to be talking to McMahon here this afternoon. This is the man right here, the McMahon. 
Yeah, listen, it's a it's a wild trip when I am in 2024 and I'm still talking to the greatest quarterback in Chicago Bears history. Like it's a it, it's it's a it's a weird but happy space to be in, man. It's good to see Jim. It's good to see Jim moving and living and still kicking up dust, man. Jim, what, what is what is it what is it like when you go places and you see Bears fans everywhere and they still remember you for what you did then? That still has to have a warm place in your heart, right? No, the fans have always treated me great, uh, especially in Chicago. Um, yeah, it's, it's a special city, and uh, they're very knowledgeable sports fans. You know, that all you got to do in Chicago to win the fans is play hard. If you if you play hard and you win, you know, they're, they're going to love you if you play hard. But if you play hard and win, they're going to love you forever. And it's been almost three years since we won, and people still talk about that team. Yeah, right on. Hey, Kyle. What you- uh, Oh, go ahead, Brown. What, you, what you say? What you say is real true, Jim. Because all you gotta do is play hard. Because at the quarterback position, winning isn't really, you know, not a lot of that. So if you play hard, the fans will love you. They'll respect you. They'll revere you. I gotta ask the obvious question: the situation that they currently have now. I'm a Justin Fields guy. I think you keep him. You build around him because you need better players. What made you great is that you had guys around you that allowed you to then when it was time for you to kick in you were able to kick in and be successful. Are you a Caleb Williams guy that they put everything on the quarterback and see if he succeeds? Because you've been in that position as well. Or are you a build a team around a player and how be better all around as a football team? Well, you know, I, I really don't follow the game as much as, as all these other guys do. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen Justin play. I don't, I don't watch games. So I don't know really what they're going to do in their front office, but, all I know is if you can get five or six guys for one, you make that trade. I, I remember <laughs> Kyle played for Mike Dick as well in New Orleans. They they tried they they threw away eleven guys or got eleven guys for one. So yeah, uh, you know it, it all depends. You know, in Chicago, nobody really cares about who the quarterback is in Chicago. It's always who's your middle linebacker, who's your running back. I mean that's <laughs> that's all it was for many many years. And uh, to play in the system that I played in Chicago, it it was it wasn't quarterback friendly at all. I mean, I had just come. I had just come from offense in college where I got to throw the ball pretty much every down, and I had to go to Chicago. And you know, it's not bad handing it off to Walter Payton all the time, but I'd much yeah. rather throwing the ball a lot more. You know, get him away from all the traffic. But uh, it was hard to convince Dick about that. <laughs> Jim McMahon is here, and Kyle Turley, longtime great friend of the show. Hey, Kyle, um, you every year show up at the Super Bowl and work Radio Row to talk about the Gridiron Greats. And um, this is something that I be, I'm going to be honest, man, 15 years ago, dude, I was not really um, I was not nearly as sympathetic as I am today. But as you know, Billy Ray, um, you know, I had dinner with him two plus weeks ago and there were four of us at dinner and it was me, my girlfriend, his wife and Billy Ray and Billy Ray listened the whole dinner and me and his wife and my girlfriend, we did all the talking. Now, he was happy to hear everybody doing all the talking and he was bringing pleasure to him. But when I say, hey, man, you remember 1987 when you made that interception against Elway and you took it to the house? He don't got nothing. Zippo. No recollection at all. Tell us what's going on. And I hate to use that as an example, but tell us what's going on with the gridiron grace. It's real. Yeah, it's a real example. It's unfortunate, but that's the reality of this sport. You know, it it creates damage that uh, is lasting. And, you know, what... I've been doing what Jim's been doing and working with the gridiron greats. So these, these things were brought to our attention a long time ago. You know, as an active player, I had no idea that these things were going on um, in our community. And uh, it, they started to surface, you know, 
2007, you know, roundabout. And uh, that's when Mike Ditka, uh, you know, started the Gridiron Greats. And I heard about it. And all these great coaches that have coached me over the years, Ed White, you know, they're at San Diego State. I got to meet all those great Charger guys, you know, from Don Masick and, and everyone that, that was down there in Conan. I mean, you know, these are guys that these are family to me. And to hear the, the stories of how they're being treated and, well, we were, I was making millions. You know, it was just uh, unacceptable to me. And so I started working with Gridiron Greats. I donated a game check um, and raised a bunch of money to wear us. And, and, you know, here we are about 15 years later. And then I had this personal experience in cannabis that allowed me to inject that. And Gridiron Greats was the first group to allow me to get in front of our community, you know, and, and have guys like Dick Vermeil there and all these other great coaches in the room and, and influential people that could hear this story and what it could do for our community. And Billy doesn't need to be in his situation as Jim and I are not in that situation. And I can only speak as much as I possibly can. And we're going to keep coming here year after year until it gets fixed. Yeah. Right on. Hey, Kyle, um, I know your PR guy is saying, Hey, it's time to roll. So you and Jim got to go on and make those rounds. My brother, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so more. Yeah, yeah anybody, thanks for having uh, us, guys. Go to the Ramona, Ramona Cannabis Company. Company. We've got our products at Revenant. You can get it delivered to your house. Ramona Cannabis Company has all our products. Uh, we uh, a part owner of that shop, so we've got great San Diego ties there. And uh, go to thegaspipe.net. <laughs> and we've got our full line of hemp products that are available to all 50 states in America, shipped to any doorstep, and all these opportunities can be had by anyone. Thank you all so much for having Beautiful, us. Beautiful, man. Hey, thank you, Kyle. And we'll talk to you again real soon. And thanks, Jim. And we're running we for president. Jim McMahon's running for president, by the way, and I'm the VP. Well, He's going to take the bullet, so I get good security. <laughs> and healthcare. Sam VP pushing me around in this wheelchair today. I'll tell you that. Hey, that's right. Legal, legalize, and healthcare will be had. Right on, Thank man. Kyle so Turley and Jim McMahon. Hey, we appreciate you, dude. All right. All right, these guys got to hustle, man. Unfortunately, Alex is is. But Kyle Turley ready to play still, man. Dude, there was a time when Kyle had uh, like had like a semi retirement, dude, and he was like he looked like a basketball player. He looked skinny. Uh, but man, then I he remember him really skinny. On. Yeah, he packed it all back on. Jim McMahon, uh, for those of you that are listening on radio, and I know that was kind of a tough listen because Kyle had a, a little bit of an echo. Um, but man, oh man, um, Jim's in a wheelchair. For those of you that, yeah. that were listening, not watching, Alex, you still with us, man? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Sorry about. Yeah, we can the, hear. Uh... No, we we had a little echo with uh, Kyle, probably because the mics yeah. were too close. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. loud. Yeah, sorry he about loud. that. Nah, that's all right. People can live through that. It was uh, we were scheduled to to do it tomorrow, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's radio row podcast row. Mm -hmm. It's all good, man. It's all good. Um, I, I'll tell you guys right now. Um, I hate to like you know people ask me all the time about Billy Ray, and I don't mean to make any light of any kind. Billy Ray's happy as can be. Um, Billy Ray looks great. He's healthy as can be. Um, but but football, as Kyle was just talking about, football has robbed him sadly, and many of his his contemporaries, his peers. Of, of their memory. Um, you know, they, they played in a time where the equipment was inferior, where guys were sauced up and, um, you know, and, and they were, they were glorifying the violence, so to speak, you know? And, and so now, um, you know, guys like Kyle are out there, you know, doing with Ditka and with McMahon kind of showing, you know, Hey, listen, we gotta, we gotta take care of these, these guys. So, um, anyway, uh, Jim McMahon in a wheelchair is, is freaky, you know? I mean, it's, it's hard to believe yeah. that he's not walking around. Because Jim McMahon, I'll bet you, Jim, 
I don't know. I, I would have to look him up real quick. Jim McMahon's probably 60-ish, maybe a hair older than 60. Just maybe. I know Alex is probably Googling it right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to see Jim McMahon, the punky QB, a Super Bowl champion um, of, of one of the all-time great teams, 64. the 1985 Bears. How old? The, the greatest. 64. The greatest football team of all time. That may be. The greatest. I mean, they were. They were undefeated until that Monday night against Dan Marino and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know? That's wow. true. Wow. All right, Alex. Um, in the uh, we're we're gonna like wrap up today, uh, at least this portion of the show, and then we're gonna go to the uncensored portion of the podcast. So for everybody that's watching, you guys will come over with us. We'll get uncensored. For everybody that's on radio, we got plenty more uh, coverage of, of what's going on. But we're gonna you know we'll take those two different forks in the road. We'll go radio over here, and we'll we'll go podcast over here, and then Aaron Taylor who's another former, you know, great, I mean, this is a guy who played at Notre Dame. He uh, played for the Packers and won a Super Bowl. He is a San Diego guy. I'm trying to remember, is Aaron from San Diego? Or did he, it was, maybe he just got to the Chargers in the latter part of his career. You know, matter of fact, matter of fact, you know what? It just hit me. I think Aaron wow. Taylor was a Charger lineman when Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback of the Chargers. I'm like almost sure he was on the chargers from 98 and 99 for two seasons. Okay. So here's, I was was sitting here racking my brain. I'm like, I just saw this video Mm -hmm. of, of Aaron Taylor. And I can't remember why I saw this video of him. And I'm like racking my brain of like, like documentaries that I may have seen and so on. When the chargers were putting out social media content about Harbaugh as a former charger player, there's Harbaugh standing there with Aaron Taylor before a game and Harbaugh's going, come on, AT, let's go, AT. And so that's kind of interesting because Aaron Taylor, what, what is Aaron Taylor pushing something? Is he promoting something, Alex? Yeah, I just texted you guys. He's a future I, fan of football, teaching it. kids the game through storytelling. Is it a book that he wrote or something? I mean, I'm just taking a look at it right now. All right, you'll, we'll, we'll figure we, it all out. You could ask him. Yeah. All right, so Aaron Taylor will join us during the uh, during the Cox Halftime Exclusive. So for everybody that's listening on radio, listen. Tonight, we're on television from 7 to 8 p.m. If you go to Channel 4 San Diego, if you've got Cox or Spectrum Cable, if you go to San Diego's Channel 4 or Santa Barbara's Channel 4, if you have Cox or Spectrum Cable in Orange County or the Palos Verdes area of L.A. County, it's Channel 118. So you're going to see this Aaron Taylor video uh, that we'll shoot here coming up shortly on TV tonight as what we call our, our Cox exclusive. You know what? We'll probably wind up putting it here in YouTube as well. So, um, but for radio listeners, you're going to have to come to our YouTube channel if you're going to get all this. Okay. All right. Stick around. Uh, lots more to get to. We're in the seven mile casino studios, seven mile You're looking for a great place to watch the game this upcoming Sunday. Amazing brunch, good stiff drink, blackjack poker and other table games, seven minutes South of downtown San Diego. And you're going to have a great time at seven mile casino. And so uh, stick around. Radio listeners, much more to come from Radio Row. Everybody else, let's go get uncensored. Thing in. All right, we're, we're going to get uncensored right now, guys. Um, here's the thing. So when this, this uh, Radio Row podcast row thing happens, you got to be you know, ready to go on the fly. Flexible. Yeah. And what happened there in the final segment was we didn't expect, uh, we, we didn't expect Jim McMahon and we didn't expect Kyle Turley today. We expected them tomorrow. So kind of caught with our pants down just a little bit. No big deal, Whoa. though. We're, we're flexible and ready to go. Um, for those of you that were, like, annoyed by the echo with Kyle, I get it, man. I do. 
um, you got to cut us like a little bit of a break because we're kind of fucking doing this shit like on the fly, <laughs> you know. And I'm just and gonna have I the wonder... guests sit here. Just make it easier. Yeah, but I just mm-hmm. wonder if like um, like because Jim sounded better than Kyle, you really? know. So like when yeah, so when 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 Aaron Taylor comes over. What mm-hmm. we should do is, you know, while he's talking, you should probably mute. But when the guests come, we got to just find a way to separate the mics a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. But well, Jim I can sounded mute great. My mic when the guest is talking, so this should be no problem. Yeah, but Jim sounded great. Problem is, there's so many people here now, like it is yeah. packed that the really? Wi-Fi is wow. getting shaky. It's getting oh, shaky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is there any way you could take your phone? I, this is a pure on-the-fly curveball. Like you said, you were throwing us a curveball. Yeah. Is there any way you could take your phone, get into the StreamYard software, which is what we use to shoot the show, and then show everybody what's going on? Is that possible? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing to do is to ask Alex to do shit when it's like he doesn't know if he can or he can't. I was talking about uh, last night. I was telling these guys, I was like, man, my boy Alex could do anything. He could fucking do anything, right. this guy. Give me one second. I'm going to do this. All right. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can come up with here. Uh oh. All right. Let's try Uh-oh. it. Now. Come on, Big Brown. We could do this now. Well, you we know me. Do. I believe we can. I believe we could do anything. I know I'm you do. Just, I'm, I'm not. All right. Here he goes. Anything. All right. You want to mute your uh, other mic, Alex? You should mute the other mic. It is. Yeah. Add okay. me. All right. At, add him. All right, we got to add him. Show me on screen. There he is. All right. Why don't you turn your camera the other way? Remember, that's just that one place that you can't go. It'll drop there. Hold on. All right, hold on a second. I wonder if he can hear us. (laughs) He's Uh, already uh, frozen, dude. All right, no, there he is. All right, he's back. He's back. Let's see what you got, Alex. Let's see what you got. All right, it's going to have to be like this. Oh, damn, it is packed. Oh, it's packed as hell. This is good. This will be good for social media today, man. This will be good for TikTok. Mike, are we good? No, you're good, bro. Until, uh, until I said you're yeah. good. <laughs> until I said you're good. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Come, back. come on, guy. Come on, Perkins. guy. What are we doing? Come on, All guy. Right. This, is enough of, this is enough of this. No, it's not. Come on. Who gives How? a shit? It's come not, on. It's not moving. That's it's, true. That's true. Be, but wait, I'm but if, sure he can't hear us. Right, but Brown, but Brown, look, look at the bottom left corner, dude. Look, it plenty of movement over there. That shit's right. real. That's live as hell. Oh wait, here comes, here oh, comes he's Alex. Back. He's back. He's back. He's, he's back. back. All right, I'm sure like, he can't what, hear. What's happening? No, he, he just stopped talking because it's killing the, the the reception. No, it's not. Altitude. Shout out to the Denver people. Oh, there you go. And there he goes. <laughs> When we tested it, there was a part of the uh, the, the place where he couldn't go because it just dies. Yeah. And so I, I think that he's going past that now. Dude, I love the fact that he is relentless. Is, this the, hey, is, is that the CHGO people behind you? What's CHGO? It's the Chicago sports thing. Did you see that, Booze? Oh, no. See, he didn't hear any of the stuff. He can't even hear anything. He can't hear anything. What's going on here? Like, if you could just slow down a little bit. Let's see what's going on. Man, it is packed, though. I got to say, it is freaking packed. Tilly. You know? Oh, there's the Athletic. I saw their logo. Okay. 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 Hey, they hey, compared Brown. Brock Purdy to Drew Brees, so that's they're doing great over there. I, I, and I read that piece today, uh, the comparison between Brock Purdy, Purdy and Drew Brees. I didn't realize Brock Purdy was so short. 
I didn't bro, realize he was why, only like why, two feet tall. Don't do that to Brock Purdy. I'm not the biggest Brock Purdy fan, but don't yeah. put don't do that to him. He doesn't deserve don't do that. What? Him, don't compare him to Drew Brees. That's a well, that's a diss but, to Drew but, Brees. No, 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 no. It's it's not a diss to Drew Brees because the story was is that when when Purdy was in high school, I guess in Arizona, the Cardinals were playing the Saints and him and his high school coach were on the field and his coach was like, Man, that that could be you because he's kind of got similar characteristics to what you have. And so he Breeze has been sort of a, a mentor and, and he tr- sort of fashioned his game after. Do Breeze. I don't mean, think it's any slight you mean personal characteristics or on the field characteristics, no, meaning he's shorter. He doesn't have a big rocket arm. He's not particularly fast. He doesn't ha- he, when they did a side by side comparison between mm-hmm. Breeze and Purdy and the stats all kind of look very similar. In fact, if anything, uh, Breeze's stats are are like better, so so Purdy's doing more with less physical skill, or with less with less athleticism, so to speak. I didn't think it was a problem. Or I, I liked it. I liked the piece. This is the if if Drew Brees would have played on this on this 49ers team, bro, they'd be undefeated. Like this is not a conversation that people should be having. Let Brock Purdy do his thing, man. Don't be comparing to Drew Brees. Just don't do right. it. Aaron Taylor's here. Let's 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 go to let's go talk to Aaron ah, Taylor. Okay. okay, no, hold on, real quick. Hey, listen, everybody. Um, for those of you guys that yeah. are watching right now, this is the uncensored. Okay, what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna leave, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good ten minute visit with Aaron Taylor. So um, so hang out for that because we're gonna go out of order a little bit today. We're gonna go from uncensored into Aaron Taylor. Everybody, stay right with us. Okay.